When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up guys, welcome to another episode of Wrestling World, welcome to an exciting episode of Wrestling World because we now have a new WWE Champion and his name is Bobby Lashley. Yes I said it, Bobby Lashley is now WWE Champion after taking the belt off The Miz who only had the belt for a week. But we'll get into that a little bit later. I want to talk about some big news coming out of pro wrestling today. This this news broke a week ago, but it's still big news. Um, Paul White, the big show, has now signed with All Elite Wrestling. Now, I... Now, this comes as a surprise to many and myself because the big show Paul White has been with WWE for 22 years so this is crazy and this is very beneficial for all elite wrestling because they now have one of the biggest names in pro wrestling in their company not to mention they had Sting they signed Sting just a few months ago. Now, from what I've heard, the Big Show will be wrestling at some point. But for now, he will be doing commentary alongside, I believe it said Taz, or that other guy they have on commentary. I'm not, I don't know what his name is. But um, eventually, he will wrestle at some point. And I'm fine with it because the Big Show is in shape. The Big Show can work on a mic. He can do, he can do a lot of good things. And I think as long as the Big Show stays in shape, I think he'll, he will be okay. Now before he left WWE, we seen him in a match with Horton not long ago. He looked to be in good shape. He was taking bumps. And he was doing okay. So I think as long as he stays healthy. I think he'll be fine. And one thing I like to point out. I like to point out a problem. With all elite wrestling. Something they lack in. Is a monstrous heel. Or a monstrous baby face. And when I when I say monstrous, I'm talking about the big guys like Miro or Wardlow. Guys who should be pushed as monster hills. Guys who could be pushed as monster baby faces even. But when I look at the booking of Miro, it's not great. Now according to Miro, his booking is apparently better in AEW than WWE, but the fans clearly see otherwise. Now his booking in WWE in the beginning wasn't bad. He was over with the Rusev Day gimmick. But like I've said in previous episodes, his booking now just isn't great. When you look at how AEW is booking him, now, as for Wardlow, I think him being with the inner circle, he's not being pushed as a monster's heel. This is somebody, Wardlow is somebody who I could see as like the AEW version of like Brock Lesnar, honestly. I know he's not a big MMA star like Brock Lesnar is, but... When I see this guy wrestle, I think, man, what a what a 
a monster heel he could be in AEW. If he was booked like that, he could be, but he's not. He's with the inner circle. And with the inner circle, we are seeing guys be pushed. We are seeing guys like Jericho be pushed, Sammy Guevara even, MJF. So I think what AEW lacks in right now is they don't have a monster heel. They have the big names, they have the big guys, but they're not being used. And I think with adding somebody like the Big Show in this company and having him step in the ring, he could take that company to new heights. He could take that company so far. And honestly, I believe that not only is it beneficial for AEW to have the Big Show, but but it's also beneficial for the younger talent as well because the Big Show is a veteran being in pro wrestling, being in WWE for 22 years. I think he could help a lot of those younger guys in the locker room. He could become a locker room leader as well. So I do think it's very beneficial for AEW to have the Big Show. And I believe that, you know, they will be a success in the long run if they're able to keep him in the company and have him compete and have him on commentary. Because just having him on commentary is big. Now, I don't know if this is a slap in the face to WWE. As many of us may know, as many of you may know, AEW is the rival company of WWE. So I don't know if this is a slap in the face to them. I do know there was a contract dispute between the Big Show and they couldn't come to an agreement. So that's why the Big Show left as far as what I know and what everyone else knows. I do hope that after 22 years of being at WWE that they left on good terms and that the Big Show is welcome back at any time. I do hope they left on good terms because that man has given everything to that company he's put over so many guys he basically just does what WWE asks him to do whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's silly he's done it all and you gotta give respect to the big show he's a, he's a big guy to take the bumps he's taken over the years and still compete I believe he had hip surgery not long ago. Um, I believe it was the match with Braun Strowman, the steel cage match he had with Braun Strowman a couple of years back. I believe he had hip surgery then. I'm not sure if it was that match, but I do know he had hip surgery not long ago. But that man has taken bumps. He's taken bruises. But he's a working man, and he does his job. He does it well. So I do believe that it's, it's very beneficial for all elite wrestling to have him. Now, I don't know how WWE will retaliate. And I do hope that, they, that they're able to keep their ratings up. Because I do know they are struggling. And they have been struggling with ratings to keep ratings up. I don't know what they're looking like now. But with AEW signing Paul White and having Sting, it's going to be a much more of a challenge for WWE to keep their viewers, to keep their fans intrigued. And with Monday Night's show being as rough as it was, in my opinion, if WWE doesn't step it up, they will struggle in the long run. Because the booking Monday night was terrible, man. It was bad. Now, there was a silver lining to this, and that was the main event. But we will get to that soon. But the booking of Monday Night Raw this past Monday was just horrible. Leading up to the main event. 
I don't know about you guys, but I am tired of the Bad Bunny, Damien Priest stuff. Not discrediting Bad Bunny. He's a talented artist. But, do I really want to see him in a ring? No. I get that they want to have their big celebrities. But it's just not needed at this point. I also don't think it hurts Damien Priest right now. Because he is still being put over in matches. We, we still see him in matches. So I, I don't think it hurts him. I do believe that at WrestleMania... We will be seeing John Morrison and The Miz versus Damien Priest and Bad Bunny at some point. So I'm hoping that there is, is at least a good build leading up to that match, but I don't think there will be. I honestly wish that this match would just happen at Fastlane. That way Damien Priest could do a little something more. WrestleMania because I honestly don't want to see this for another few weeks like I said before John Morrison deserves better and I, I honestly don't want to see a build up between Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus The Miz and Morrison go on for another few weeks it's just it would be very unbearable but to see the Miz go from being a, w, a WWE champion back to his little comedy routine is kind of funny but I honestly don't want to see a build up to this match because it is not needed like I said, I get that they want to bring their celebrities in for WrestleMania. Celebrities are the biggest stage of them all. But I would rather see a surprise appearance from a celebrity at WrestleMania than a match building up to it. Because to me, I think at WrestleMania, you want to be surprised. Especially when it comes to like the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. You never know who's going to walk down that stage. So so at a, at a big pay-per-view like WrestleMania, you want to be surprised. Like you want to be surprised when you see guys like Snoop Dogg or Rob Gronkowski just appear out of nowhere. You want to be surprised when you see those big names. And now that we've already seen Bad Bunny for a few weeks, it's not really something we can get excited about. It's not something I, I think that many aren't thrown about. Um, he is the 24-7 champion, but that's not really taken serious. I wish they honestly wish they would just do away with the 24-7 championship at this point because it's just not entertaining. It's basically run its course. R-Truth, you know, carried that title, but, but now it's just, it's gotten old. But honestly, I wish they would do away with it. And like I said, this doesn't hurt Damien Priest. Because WrestleMania is just a few short weeks away. And after WrestleMania, we should see certain guys get a bigger push. I do believe there will be maybe some NXT call-ups after WrestleMania. There usually is. I know the roster is kind of packed now, but we will see what happens. But for now, I don't think this hurts Damien Priest. He is a talented individual. He's somebody who's very talented, in my opinion. 
and I think he can get over even with the segment that he's working in now with Bad Bunny. But I, I, I don't think this will hurt him because I, I do see him kind of getting a push after WrestleMania, hopefully. Hopefully. I know with WWE, that's a lot to ask for because you never know what's going to happen. Certain guys you think get a push and they, they don't. And it's kind of a letdown, but things happen. But we'll see what happens. But I expect big things to come for Damian Priest. Hopefully he's not stuck in the mid-card, but we'll see what happens. All right. Next subject, I want to talk about Elias and Jackson Riker, who I was very surprised to see on Monday Night Raw. Now, honestly, you know, when they first paired up Jackson Riker and Elias, I thought to myself, okay, Jackson Riker could be getting a big push leading in Jackson Riker could be getting a big push in the next few weeks but what I'm watching now this craziness going on between Riker and Elias is surprising to me because I seriously thought that Jackson Riker would get a big push but I honestly don't know who's being pushed at this point. Is it is it Elias? Is it Jackson Riker? I, I don't know. Is this beneficial for Jackson Riker? Because when you look at Elias's booking, it's not been that great. So I think to myself, is pairing him with Elias a good idea? Because to me, Elias should be a at least a two-time Intercontinental Champion. Somebody who's been on the main roster for years, at least a few years, and hasn't held a championship besides the 24-7 championship, which like I said is a mock title. So is pairing Jackson Riker up with Elias a good idea? I, I don't know. Every time they put Elias in a feud, or every time he's just out there in the mic to begin with, I think, okay, what is this going to lead to? So is this going to lead to something down the road? Or is, this, or is this going to be the same old stuff we see from Elias week in and week out? Because Elias, to me, should have been somebody who who has been should have been pushed a long time ago. Because Elias, at one point, was one of the top heels on the roster, and then they switched him over to babyface. But he was even over as a babyface at the point at that point. But it is surprising to me a guy that has been one of your top heels in the company has not been at least a two-time Intercontinental Champion or at least a United States Champion at this point. Because he should be. Given the good work he does. But the booking of Elias is just bad. Because when, when you think you have something going for him, it never works out in the long run. And to me, if Elias is unhappy, I, I can honestly see why. I honestly thought that when Elias's album dropped that he would get a big push. They turned him babyface and his babyface run was working. 
people were chanting for him, people were saying his catchphrases, everything. But then for whatever reason, WWE decides to turn him heel again. Which he can get over as both, but WWE just doesn't want to push him. So, like I said, I asked the question, is pairing him with Jackson Riker, is pairing, is, excuse me, is pairing Jackson Riker with Elias a good idea? Because will Jackson Riker go anywhere with his career? Or will he be just another Elias stuck in the mud? But I don't know. I honestly would like to see Elias and Jackson Riker in the tag team division. Because that would always shake things up. They're, they're both talented. I like them both. And I'm not just saying that because Elias is from Pittsburgh. I'm saying that because he's talented. And honestly, I think what better way to use their talent, use their talents wisely, I think, would be to put them in the tag team division. And give them at least a tag team push. Because every time Elias is on the mic, I just, I just I don't know where this is going to go. You can't take these heels serious if you're just going to... If you're just going to push them for nothing. For nothing in the long run. It's a shame because Elias, like I said, can work heel or babyface. And Jackson Riker, he's very talented as well. Jackson Riker is somebody who worked in TNA as TNA Impact Wrestling as Gunner. If you don't know who Gunner is in TNA, that was the name that Jackson Riker went under before he signed with WWE. I believe he was paired with James Storm at the time. But coming in from WWE, he was put in a stable known as the Forgotten Sons, who are now forgotten. Because apparently, WWE, you know, for whatever reason, they decided to disband the group. I guess a tweet or something on social media got out and it, and it, and it killed their push. Which is kind of sad for Jackson Riker because that was a stable that could have been big in pro wrestling. I believe all those guys served in the military. The three of those guys. So it is a shame that Jackson Riker could have gotten a push back then. When I look at what he did back then and what he's doing now, it is kind of a letdown. WB has the opportunity to change this. They could push Elias and Jackson Riker both. Like I said, I would like to see them in the tag team division. But it's not up to me. Because honestly, I think the tag team division kind of needs a shake-up right now. they want to keep their audience invested I think it'd be a wise decision but I'm not the booker I'm only the fan another stable that has been forgotten about is retribution And Retribution, I believe now, 
is going to disband shortly quicker than we have ever seen now if you hate retribution as much as I do then this will be very pleasing to you because what I'm seeing every week is retribution lose and normally when you see something like that in WWE that means that their push will come to an end and they will be no more so I'm happy about this I don't know about you but this whole Mustafa Ali stuff is getting old it's gotten old it's been old since it debuted I'm surprised the retribution stable has lasted as long as it did you know with their goofy names and their goofy mask and whatever I'm surprised it lasts as long as it did this was a group at one point who were known as a threat to WWE the new nexus is what I called them because they were supposed to be this big major threat but they ended up being a big let down now Mustafa Ali is trying everything to make the best of this and you can tell he's trying so hard to make this work but it is just not working and it is a waste of talent I believe they had one member of, of Retribution actually leave the group because they, 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 I don't know who she was. I know it was a female, but I don't remember her name. But even when the group itself knows it's such a waste of talent and they leave, that should tell you something. I don't know what they'll do with the retribution members if something happens that they they will disband in the near future I think uh, Dio Madden is one of the members of retribution which I learned the other day which came as a surprise to me he goes under the ring named Mace from retribution Dio Madden was somebody who was on commentary from Monday Night Raw for a little bit. I was actually shocked to see that that was actually Dio Madden under the ring name Mace. Because God, I didn't know that. Which I thought was kind of cool. But what isn't cool is the talent that is wasted because of this retribution stable. They're trying to make something work that isn't working. And like I said, Mustafa Ali is trying to make the best of this and trying to make it work, but they're just not over. They can't get any kind of heat. It's just not working. In the beginning, I thought, man, this, okay, maybe this would work. But we've seen this before. And I think because we've seen this before, I think that's why it's not working. Now, as, as dangerous as retribution looked back then, in the beginning, they could never replace the Nexus. Nexus was much better than what we're seeing now from this retribution stable. I would rather see all the Nexus guys in the ring together again than to see a retribution stable of, of anything at this point. So I am glad to see that this stable is disbanding before our eyes. And that they can finally move on to something new and do something else. 
honestly, the Retribution stable has lasted longer than Raw Underground. And that's saying a lot. So what does that tell you about WWE? I don't know at this point. But we'll see what happens with Retribution in the next few weeks. Hopefully it disappears quicker than anything on the Raw roster. But alright guys, let's get down to business. Before we talk about the main event of Monday Night Raw, I just want to point out <laughs> that Asuka has lost a tooth on last week's episode of Monday Night Raw, apparently. Apparently, she is now injured. She will be at WrestleMania. They are already teasing Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Which is something that everybody could have saw coming. This is something that doesn't surprise me. Because Charlotte Flair has now held as many championships as anybody in the, in the women's division. So this is no surprise. I'm not too thrilled about it. I'm not too thrilled about Charlotte Flair becoming a 13-time women's champion. But it, it's whatever at this point. Whether you like it or not, she's a flare. She's going to be pushed regardless, as I've said before. I do feel as if Asuka could have had a better reign. But honestly, Becky Lynch will return at some point. I wish that they would give Shayna Baszler a push. That's not happening because she's stuck with Nia Jax. But it doesn't surprise me that Charlotte Flair get yet another opportunity at the Women's Championship. And that will happen soon. They've put more belts on Charlotte at this point than any female on the roster. She's having she's been given way more more opportunities at this point. I honestly would like to see somebody like Dana Brooke or like Lacey Evans be pushed or somebody like that. Naomi. W women who don't get much of a chance because we are seeing the same women be pushed every day. I, w I would rather see Becky Lynch return at this point and I'm not a big Becky Lynch fan. Her in-ring skills are good, but I, I just I don't care for her on the mic. The whole man gimmick, the whole the man gimmick has gotten stale, in my opinion. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Becky Lynch return at this point. Now I don't know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. I don't know what's going to happen after WrestleMania. I'm assuming Becky Lynch will make her return soon. I heard that Ronda Rousey could be making a return at some point soon. But I don't I don't know what's going to happen with this women's division, but I am dreading another Charlotte championship run. It's, but it's something that is going to happen regardless of, of whether we like it or not. But it really doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that they are doing this. That they are pushing Charlotte yet again. But hopefully after WrestleMania we will see Becky return. Leading up to a Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch match. 
if it were up to me, I would have Oscar keep the championship at least after WrestleMania. Then have Becky Lynch return to take back the championship she never lost. As many of you may know that when Becky Lynch released her women's championship, it was given to Oscar. So therefore, I would like to see Oscar and Becky Lynch go at it at some point for the women's championship. It just makes better sense. It makes better booking than to throw a title back on Charlotte, which is not needed. But anything can happen. It's WrestleMania, right? I guess you have to be optimistic at this point. You have to think positive or whatever. But when you look at the booking of WWE and the predictability of their booking, why is this no surprise? You can see what ha- you can see what's happening ten miles away. And if you're a longtime fan, like I have been, then you know what's coming next. But it's bound to happen, so we'll see what happens, guys. All right. Next, I want to talk about, finally, the main event of Monday Night Raw. Bobby Lashley versus The Miz for the WWE Championship. Like I said, the booking leading up to this match was horrible, man. Um, The only match that stands out for me out of the whole show of Monday Night Raw was the Sheamus and Drew McIntyre match that they had the first match of the night was actually a good match and I thought okay this might be a good show but everything after that match was just horrible the booking was bad I thought man could this show get any worse and it wasn't even the other superstars it was just the fact that they they had booked the Miz versus Bobby Lashley three times that night and they should have they should have just saved it for the main event and did it at the main event and left it at that but they started this match at 9pm with some bullshit booking they did a big countdown on everything and then the match didn't happen So I thought, okay, they're saving it for the main event. No worries, right? Well, then again, at 10 p.m., they decide to do it yet again. And then the match didn't happen. So now I'm getting restless. Now I'm thinking, okay, this is such a big waste of time. This is a waste of a three-hour show. This is not needed. I mean, come on. You do it once, okay, but to do it two more times, do it do it again after that and then to waste more time is just ridiculous you have a three hour show you have talent you could be putting over in that amount of time that you wasted but for whatever reason W decides to book this I don't know then I thought to myself man can we really take Miz serious as a WWE champion when they book this crap like they do now, now I get it. I get that the Miz is a heel. I get that, you know, they want to get some heel heat on him. But to book garbage like they did on Monday night was just horrible. I honestly just wish they would have gotten the match over at 9 p.m. to save us the bullshit that that they had booked for the rest of the show because it was just bad man it was so bad and I, I could not stand it 
and honestly, you know, that match to me, I thought The Miz was going to retain. A very big surprise, though, happened because The Miz did not retain his title. Bobby Lashley is now the WWE Champion. Which is very surprising. Maybe some of you expected this, but honestly, I knew this was one of one of the scenarios that could happen because they had made this match so soon. But I did not expect Bobby Lashley to walk out as WB champion. I expected some type of interference for this match. I expected. John Morrison to interfere, costing Bobby Lashley the match, and then having this kind of build up to Fast Lane, having the Miz face Lashley at Fast Lane, Lashley win, and then Drew McIntyre versus Lashley at, at WrestleMania. That's what I thought. Because I knew leading into this match, I knew that The Miz wasn't going to have a long run. But I didn't expect it to be for one week. I don't think anybody expected it to be for one week. Which is kind of funny to me. Um, <laughs> because as many, as many of you may know, I'm not a big fan of The Miz. But watching last night's show, well, watching Monday night's show, I'm sorry, and how bad the booking was leading up to that main event, I thought, man, I just hope they take the, the title off The Miz tonight. Because, honestly, I don't know if I can bear seeing... A few more weeks go by with The Miz having the championship. Because if that is the booking they were going to pull. In the next few weeks. I thought man I, I, I can't bear to watch this. I was so close to turning off my TV. I'm glad I stuck around for the main event. But, I, but, but by the time the main event got there. I was so restless. I was irritated. I just wanted to turn the TV off. Because in my mind, I thought The Miz was going to retain. I, th I thought to myself, there's no point in watching this when I know what's going to happen. But to my surprise, WWE has thrown a curveball. And they have crowned Bobby Lashley the WWE Champion. Now, I don't know if that was their original plan going into this match. Like I said, I, I did expect John Morrison to interfere at some point. That didn't happen. I guess John Morrison is apparently injured. John Morrison took a dive last week to the outside. Um, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. But he, he hurt his knee. And when that happened, everybody kind of tell he was injured. He hit pretty hard. So like I said, I don't know if this is WWE's original plan to to have Bobby Lashley go over The Miz. I don't know if that's their plan regardless, but I'm satisfied with it. Because we now have a new WWE champion. And his name is Bobby Lashley. As for The Miz, he'll probably go back to his comedy routine. He'll just, uh, he'll probably, you know, kill John Morrison's career. Because, you know, the, they'll probably be paired together for another year or two. Because, you know, WWE, they, 
they tend to to love their comedy skits with the Miz and Morrison. The fans hate it, but WWE just doesn't doesn't see that. I, I don't know. But hats off to Bobby Lashley. He deserves it. This man has worked in WWE for many years. I think the only major championship he has won in his career is the ECW championship. Aside from him working in TNA Impact Wrestling where he was a multiple time TNA champion. Bobby Lashley definitely deserves this. But you know who else deserves the credit? It's MVP. Before the Hurt Business stable was even formed, Shelton Benjamin wasn't getting TV time. Bobby Lashley wasn't going anywhere. Cedric Alexander was basically a, a jobber. But because of the brilliant work that MVP Montel Vontanius Porter has done with with this stable, with with this hill stable, with, with the, the great work he has done in building up this younger talent and building up these guys, he deserves a lot of the credit as well. I think MVP is doing some of his best work in the Hurt Business right now. And ever since this faction debuted, it has been great. And I'm very satisfied with how everything has been booked. Now, I'm hoping Bobby Lashley has a long reign. I'm hoping that it lasts a good while. Because he definitely deserves it. This has been a long time coming for Bobby Lashley. This is something that needed to happen ever since the Hurt Business was formed. This was destined to happen for Bobby Lashley. And ever since he returned to WWE, he wasn't really going anywhere before the Hurt Business was formed. He had no direction. He was in a bad storyline with Rusev and Lana, which lasted for months, was horrible. It was not over with the fans. He was caught up in that. And it, it was just bad. But ever since the Hurt Business was formed, he has gotten over as a heel. He has done some great heel work. And I think he will have a decent reign. Going into WrestleMania, and even after WrestleMania, because I expect him to retain. I, but I kind of feel as if this is leading up to something. Obviously, it will lead up to something. I don't know what this will lead up to. I did hear that there are rumors that Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley could happen, but there are rumors that Brock Lesnar could face Roman Reigns as well. Not WrestleMania, but coming soon. So I don't know who he will face after WrestleMania, but with him being a good heel the way he is, he can work with anybody. If you haven't watched his work in TNA as a heel, Bobby Lashley's work in TNA, you gotta watch it. Because he, he, he did some great heel work. And I don't think he got enough credit for as good as a heel he was in TNA. And I think a lot of that is due because we are so used to seeing him as a babyface in WWE for many, many years. So when he finally turned heel in Impact Wrestling, I don't think he was given a lot of credit. But then again, who watches Impact Wrestling anymore, right?
but back then when Bobby Lashley had that title, it was watchable because of his great work. So I think I, I think he's already a good heel. But having that title makes him an even better heel. With Roman Reigns being the face of SmackDown. Bobby Lashley being the face of Raw. This could be big news for the entire company. Not saying Drew McIntyre wasn't a good champion. He had a few good runs. And he can always get that title back at some point. But for right now, I want to see Bobby Lashley as WWE champion. We are entering the Lashley era. And I'm very intrigued for what's going to happen. Because like I said, Bobby Lashley can work with anybody. He can work with McIntyre. He can work with Orton. Bray Wyatt. I mean, not now, but I mean, in the near future. But this guy can work with anybody. And we are now entering the Lashley era. And I'm excited. Okay, speaking of Randy Orton... And Bray Wyatt. I want to talk about the recent events that have been occurring on Monday Night Raw. Last week we saw Randy Orton spit this black goo out of his mouth. Now this... We've seen this with Alexa Bliss. We've seen that black goo come out of Alexa Bliss's mouth. And now the other night... On Monday Night Raw, we've seen Alexa Bliss say the words, bring him back. Now him, obviously, she's referring to the fiend, Bray Wyatt. But I guess that's the, like the new hashtag or the new catchphrase or whatever. Bring him back. Which, which tells me that we are nearing a return of the fiend. Soon. I do believe at this point he will return at WrestleMania. Fastlane just doesn't seem like the pay-per-view for him to return at, but anything can happen. And everything at this point is is pointing to a Firefly Funhouse match. I don't know about you guys, but I love this storyline. I think this is the storyline that is carrying Monday Night Raw that makes it more interesting, even if the rest of the show is horrible. But everything right now is leading to a Firefly Funhouse match. And I'm excited for it. And why I say it's leading to a Firefly Funhouse match is because in the promo that was cut yesterday, we saw this different version of Randy Orton, this evil side of Randy Orton. He had, he had black eyes, and it was like he was a possessed version of himself. And in the promo that was cut, we heard, we heard this possessed Randy Orton say that he will face everything that he has done in his career, something like that, something along the lines of that. But that told me right there that we will be seeing another Firefly Funhouse match. Now, we've seen this Firefly Funhouse match last year at WrestleMania with John Cena, which was off the wall. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it, it was out there. It was like something you would see on Nightmare on Elm Street or something. But it was, it was interesting. It did keep your eyes on TV because you, you do want to see what happens next. And I think with having somebody like Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, I think they could pull it off. Because John Cena and Bray Wyatt definitely pulled it off when they did it last year. So I wouldn't mind seeing it, seeing it again this year. I, I hope this doesn't become a trend though. That we do see it every year. I hope that they do it at WrestleMania and then just be done with it. 
we see it maybe once every few years, but I don't want to see. I don't want this to be like an every year thing. I am excited for the Fiend to return. Alexa Bliss has been carry, carrying this feud very well. We did see last week some type of uh, seance or whatever to bring the Fiend back. She said this promo, she was like ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Which this is all leading to a Fiend return. But the question that I ask every week is what version of the Fiend will we see? What will his mask look like? Will it be burnt? It'll, it'll, it will be altered in some way. Because if it's not, it will be a big surprise. I definitely see them doing something with the mask as well. But anything could happen with this Fiend and Bray Wyatt storyline. It is so interesting and credit all this credit goes to Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss at this point because even though Bray Wyatt has been off TV Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss they have been carrying this feud for the last few months and much like everybody else I am very eager for The Fiend to return I am very eager to see what happens next but patience is a virtue and you don't want to rush the Fiend's return. You want to make it the right moment. A lot of people expected him to return to Royal Rumble. A lot of people expected him to return to Elimination Chamber. But being that we have Fastlane coming up in WrestleMania, I think we still have like a month towards WrestleMania. It is way too soon for the Fiend to return, in my opinion. Because with the Miz winning the Elimination Chamber, with the Miz winning the WWE Championship at the Elimination Chamber. We don't want to take that moment away from him. I think the, if The Fiend did return to Elimination Chamber, I think that would have took everything away from The Miz. And people would be talking about The Fiend's return instead of The Miz winning the WWE Championship, in my opinion. So you want The Fiend to return at the right moment. You want him... You want this to be a surprise. You want the fans to be surprised. You want to keep them guessing, and that's what WWE is doing. And right now, this is the best booking that WWE has been doing. When you look at the rest of the show, in my opinion, WWE, they do have their moments when it comes to booking. Like like they booked the main event with Bobby Lashley and The Miz. As good of a surprise it was, the match itself was good. Bobby Lashley is the WWE champion, so I'm satisfied. I mean, the booking leading up to that match was horrible, but the payoff was good, so I can't complain. But honestly, to me, the booking of Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and the Alexa Bliss storyline, this has been the best booking, and honestly, you know, Bray Wyatt being off TV, you know, I'm surprised a lot of the fans haven't complained, saying, hey, this is stale, this is old. And normally, you know, that would happen because the booking has been so well because they're, uh, they, because WWE has been so invested in keeping us entertained that this booking is good. And, and Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss, they have been killing it. They, they know how to tell a story. So this has been very entertaining, even with The Fiend off of TV for two months. Which, it... And this keeps The Fiend's character fresh as well. With him being off of TV for two months is actually a good thing because then we can't get bored with The Fiend. Obviously, Bray Wyatt having you know the Funhouse Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, and the Call Leader Bray Wyatt that he had back in the, back in the day. I don't think The Fiend can get boring. But having The Fiend off of TV kind of gives us like a refresh. And keeps us intrigued and entertained as well. Because if you overuse a character so much every week, they do. The fans do tend to get boring. They they tend to get bored with what they're seeing. And I say a lot of that about Charlotte Flair as well. 
as well who is overused to me. He was given one championship in the next. But that's just my opinion. But we'll see what happens next. There's a lot that happen that, that can happen in the next few weeks. But anyways, guys, that's the show. Congrats to Bobby Lashley. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of Wrestling Road. Thank you all for listening. Have a nice night and God bless. I'll see you next week for a new episode. Take care.